Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. He's called Mal Evans. He's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane. And he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Think you know who's going to score the first basket? We'll take a fearless shot in the NBA playoffs with BetMGM's Just Place a Single First Basket Score Prop Bet for any NBA playoff game or create a parlay of multiple first basket score bets from different games. If your wager loses, you'll receive your original stake back and free bets up to $25 with first basket score insurance from BetMGM. Now you can throw down that bold bet with confidence. Don't miss all the exciting NBA postseason action with the King of Sportsbooks featuring one-game parlays, live betting options, and daily boosted odds specials on some of the biggest showdowns in all of basketball. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada or New York. Back alongside Mike Pritchard, I am Dave Ross. And speaking of basketball, let's talk about that game five tonight between Miami and Boston. We go down to South Beach for this one. Again, depending on your perspective of the series, you could say, well, Miami, they got home court. Mm -hmm. They stole it back. They did what they were supposed to do in game three. They mailed it in in game four. Now you go back home and you feel like, okay, Coach Spo, if your game plan is I got to win game five and I got to win game seven, how do they win game five tonight? Because, Pritch, I look at it. The money's coming in on Boston. This line opened up at one. It's up to two. So the the – Betting public believes this is Boston series. They're still favored in the series, even though Miami is home court. Well, it's interesting, Dave, because Miami is the number one seed, uh, best record at home this year, uh, defending their home court. Uh, you would think, okay, maybe people would gravitate uh, gravitate towards mm-hmm. the Heat, but I, I looked at the other series with the Celtics, uh, with the Bucks, and and it took six, seven games before figuring out six games before figuring out uh, really who was a better team. Mm-hmm. Right, because they were going back and forth. It was close, and they were competitive. Yes, uh, this one, I mean, they they haven't really been competitive. I mean, the first half you can say at times, but uh, you know, I, I think when you look at these situations, the Celtics are the better team, and they're healthier, even without Marcus Smart. Uh, they they have more versatility, I think, than the Heat will mm-hmm. have if they're hang, uh, banged up and injured that way. But then I look at the Celtics and how good they are on the road. Um, and I see why this number uh, at minus one and a half here, they're so good ATS on the road that you're not going to find the Heat laying a bigger number than this probably, right? And That's not going to happen. No, and, and the crazy thing is, is again, like you, you look at Golden State numbers tomorrow, they're, they're up to seven now to try to close this out. Mm-hmm. If Miami were to win tonight, I can't imagine what that number is going to look like for game six because you would think Boston, like Miami is going to kind of do what they did in game four, We'll give it a shot in the first half. It's not their call. Off the but it dogs. changes ATS for Boston at home, though. It does. Yeah, I mean, at home, ATS for Boston, 
25 and two all year on, away uh, for Boston. Be great. 31, 16 and one ATS. And that's year. and I think that's why the, the general public and I you can understand why the money's gone their way. They believe this is where the better team shows up tonight. Mm. Miami is still banged up. There's no way around that. Right. Again, even if you get Butler in uniform, we, I thought you made a great point in the first hour. He was there in uniform only, really. Mm. It was not Jimmy Butler that we saw in game four as he tried to go on that bad knee. And then Tyler Hero, well, what's he going to look like? Right? I, like He's got a growing issue uh, too, right? So, I mean, and he's so mobile uh, and he moves around on the floor and he's a mismatch. But if that growing is not – Great. Oof. Then, I mean, how is he going to manage that? Right. And and, and by the way, uh, Struess gave you mm. zero points. Yeah. He was 0 for 7 from the field in game four. And Duncan Robinson, y- your sniper, you can't trust him defensively. So you look at it from that perspective, you go, I only have to lay one and a half at Boston, right? That, that That's where you kind of, when you logically start to map it out, you go, how does Miami win the game? It's got to be Bam. It's, right. It, it, like, if, if Bam shows up, and he is who he was in game three. That's how Miami can win. Sure. But he was dominant in almost all four categories in that game three win. And then he disappears in game four. Like, Bam Adebayo, you said you were upset because you felt like you weren't being talked about in the Embiid's and the, you know, the good centers in the league, right? The best mm-hmm. centers in the mm-hmm. league. You're not on the all-star team. Well, dude, prove it. Like, like you know, you, we talk about LeBron in the day. And like, get on my back. Like, if that's who you are... And you were in game three, to your credit. And you got to be that in game five tonight. Because we just talked about all the other issues that they have in this team. That's the only pathway that I see for Miami, not only covering, you know, winning the game outright, and you don't need the number. Right. Because Bam Adebayo is going to show up and be Superman. Well, Bam's got to show up, certainly. But offensively, I mean, defensively, too. But I think that's where Miami needs to focus in more, defense. Uh, Because they found a way to turn over uh, Boston. Yes. And that's led to victories, obviously, for them. Uh, and the two victories that they do have. Now, points, you're hoping somebody can get hot. You're hoping Butler can can uh, be effective out there. 20, right? but he can't, he can't sure. look for 30, 40, uh, right? I, I, I don't mean, know. Banged up, maybe not. But Give, 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 give me 20? Give me 25? Yeah, yeah, can give me that? Right? Maybe. I, I got to get to 100 somehow here to try to, <laughs> yes. try to figure out how we're going to get there. You, you gotta Absolutely. Look for like, like, I'm looking, like, you got to go 30 for Bam? Yeah. And I got to get 25 from Jimmy? And, you know, Struce, you got to give me eight? But – also, you have Boston stepping up, banging the boards, too. 60-39 uh, advantage for them in game four right. over the Heat. Now, the Heat, lack of effort, uh, whatever, not engaged. But at home, they will be. I mean, we know that. That's what's going on in the Eastern Conference mm-hmm. Finals right now. So, Boston didn't shoot the ball very well. They got into the paint. They got to the free throw line. Uh, Tatum is key, obviously. I mean, no he's he averaging 28 points or whatever he's averaging right now. But uh, he's got to play a solid game, and he's got he's to elevate – uh, and take pressure off of Brown, who can also light you up. Yeah. Um, if you don't have uh, Smart out there, Horford is going to have to contribute offensively to Derek White. Find out about him a little bit. Uh, and then my brother from another mother, Peyton Rich. Pritchard. Rich. That's what. Well, there's only one Pritch. There's only <laughs> one Pritch. But <laughs> he can be Pritchard. Peyton, he will be Pritchard. Um, <laughs> you know, he can uh, contribute off the he bench can. too. And he and he's. I like when he's on the floor because of the energy and the tenacity he has, right? And um, but no, I, I think the Celtics are the better team. It's this which version of the Celtics are going to show up, and can they match what the Heat's going to bring at home? You know, I, this, again, it's why I love Dallas last night. I don't love Miami. I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to figure out a, a pathway for them, and it's really hard to get there. If Boston doesn't turn it over, they win this game easily mm-hmm. tonight, right? Yeah. That really is their key. They can get careless. And if they get careless, that could be another avenue that maybe Kyle Lowry and Vic Oladipo off the bench, that those guys can get you those points that I'm talking about right. and try to piecemeal this thing together if you can't count on Superman Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I mean, go back to game one. I mean, right. uh, even without Horford and Smart, they had 62 points in the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, game two, they had 70 points uh, in the first half. I'm talking about Boston. Wow. Now, when they laid an egg going back home, they had 47 points, and they turned it slow over. start. They turned it over. Right. Uh, and, and so, yeah, avoiding the turnovers uh, will help. But getting into that rhythm, uh, they just they just have so much firepower if Tatum can settle down and be smart on the floor. And, again, I look at the total at 203.5, Rich, and I go, well – now I, I think the the value's been kind of extrapolated out of it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, again, right. it, it leans towards an under for me. Okay. But you're not getting the best of the number anymore with, yeah. with the way that it went down 
and, and the series has gone down. Yeah, he hit some some crazy backdoor overs, if you will, in some of those blowout scenarios earlier in the series. But you got to think Miami's going to struggle to score if the stars are banged up, if Tyler Hero can't go, or if he's limited, if Jimmy Butler is compromised, Jimmy Butler, mm-hmm. right? It's going to be hard for Miami for me to see how they break. 95. Right, right. right. Unless Boston goes nuts, which they can do. They can. Offensively, you got to think that Spoh's going to go, let's try to half court this thing. Let's limit possessions because we know we don't have the firepower to go mano y mano with these guys. And you could find a number that you like in game, too. I mean, uh, I think uh, you got to look at key players for Miami, whether or not if they have lift, if they have their legs with them. Right. uh, Can they get off a shot? Can they get good looks? Can they move around the floor, uh, not be stationary? And that's one thing about Tatum and and Boston, I mean, last year, a year ago, there was so much isolation. Remember? They can break it down. It, well, now that what helped them this year was getting away from all of that. Yeah, but at times they they get back into that mode. So, um, no, I, I, if 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 the Celtics of new show up, then it's going to be difficult for the Heat uh, if they're not 100 percent healthy and the guys don't have the lift in their legs. Very quickly, when we try to handicap the MVP market uh, for the finals. Because right now, obviously, you're going to get better numbers now because mm-hmm. we don't know the participants. Right. We assume it's going to be Golden State out west. So you can understand why Steph Curry right now on the betting board is the smallest favorite on the board at plus $1.25. Then you get into the Tatums. And then the Jimmy Butler one is very interesting mm-hmm. to me because it's almost like the Giannis Antetokounmpo a year ago. If Giannis, when they were down 0-2, you still could have gotten, I believe, plus $5 on Giannis last year. And, of course, he ended up winning that thing. When you look at this board here, and I see Butler at plus 550. That says, can Miami win those two home games, five and seven? And then Jimmy Butler is healthy enough against Golden State to shine. Is there anybody on that board that you might take a shot at? Yeah, I mean, you could take a shot at Tatum, I think, right now for the number. Plus like, I mean, what's the likelihood if, if they prevail, they move on, get to the finals, and that, that number is going to get bigger? No. This number is not going to get bigger. Not going to get bigger. Yeah. Um, Man, Clay, I, he's just so inconsistent, right? But they don't like to give Steph the award. They don't like to give him He's the never award. won the award. Yeah. He should have won the award. Yeah. No no disrespect to Andre Iguodala. But, like, he should already be. And I had this debate with some. I shouldn't debate people on Twitter. But they're like, he's never been a finals MVP. And I'm like, have you watched? Mm-hmm. He doesn't care about yeah. that. He wanted Durant to win the award. He was happy Iguodala won it. Like, Steph doesn't need that. But his numbers are fine. His numbers are extraordinary. And and to be honest with you, I think this year for Golden State to win it, Steph Curry is going to have to beat MVP, though. And you think there would be, like, voters' remorse from years gone by that they say, you know what? Let's give him that lifetime award. Whether or not his numbers are even that good. Maybe, maybe. I mean, if Steph is not cold last night, it's more competitive earlier on. Right. And they don't have that 29-point deficit that they had to climb out of that hole. But Steph was off, and you can see Golden State not the same. But, no, Steph, plus 125, you could do that. But I I think for for my money, uh, Tatum at plus 350, because I just don't know. I I don't think that number is going to get bigger. I agree with you. It it might be the best number that you're going to get on the board. Uh, when we come back, we've got a really fun segment that we're going to discuss in the NFL. Come on back. It is the Lombardi line right here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted ad specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call one 800 522 4,700. Back alongside Mike Pritchard, I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi Line right here on VEASAN, and this is going to be a really fun exercise. It's called Bet Like a King. So, Pritch, if I'm going to give you some scenarios here that you feel like this is the better betting option that you would bet like a king on, Mm -hmm. I'll give you choices, and then you tell me which way you would go to bet like a king. The first choice the Denver Broncos for their win total for the season to go over 10 and a half, by the way, plus money mm-hmm. for your former squad mm-hmm. at plus 130, or the Las Vegas Raiders to make the playoffs two years in a row with Derek Carr. Well, look at that number you get. Wow. Plus $1.80. Mike Pritchard, which way would make you bet like a king? Oh, I love this. I do love this. Okay, Intel out of Denver. <laughs> Uh, with the Broncos, uh, it's different. Like the the oh. pace, the speed, um, attention to detail. It, it's it's noticeably different than it has been over the last since Peyton Manning left. Already, already, and they're in OTAs. Whoa, they're in OTAs. It's just a Russell Wilson effect. Um, that so the win total going over ten and a half is intriguing. Plus one thirty, uh, and then I look at the pedigree of Josh McDaniels. Uh, in terms of six Super Bowl rings, as a as a coordinator, I get that, but yet, it is he needs he needs to establish himself to that head coach, right? And mm-hmm. we talk at least I do. I talk about what drives greatness, and you know what are you chasing? Because Tom Brady, was, he's the greatest of all time because he's always he's always chasing something. There's always a chip on his shoulder for something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think McDaniel's is going to be that way too. Now you got a quarterback in Derek Carr. Who probably is underrated, even though is he underrated because he hasn't won a playoff game? Maybe justified, but he's got something to prove too. And the Raiders to make the playoffs at plus one eighty over the Denver Broncos and their win total to go over ten and a half plus one thirty. Wow, you're going to go with the Raiders to make the playoffs in year one? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's so funny because we've talked a lot in this hour plus here about culture in the right. NFL. And you know it. You know what those locker rooms are like. You know what that means. Right. I think a lot of people throw out the term. They don't really know what it means. So when you look at what Josh McDaniels was able to do with Bill Belichick and then take that culture to the Raiders, is that why you're betting like a king on that? That he has learned there's a reason why he didn't take the Colts job. Right. And I know West Reynolds and Colts fans are still bitter about that. But there was a reason why he went back to New England as a coordinator and then said, you know what? No, this is the right time. This is the right job. And I can do my culture, whatever that's going to look like in Las Vegas. Yeah, because, okay, the Raiders got themselves to a playoff situation last year in the face of a lot of adversity. Um, 
Ruggs situation. Yeah. Uh, and then Gruden. Oh, my gosh. My I mean, goodness. interim head coach. You go to the playoffs with an interim head coach. Wow. So, to me, the players did something in that locker room uh, to elevate themselves. It wasn't so much the interim head coach or all the coaches that are no longer there, by the way, and a different front office now, mm-hmm. too. So, in that locker room, you know what you need to do to get to the playoffs, and the Raiders established that. So, now you're going to enhance that. You bring in Chandler Jones. You have two all-pro bookends on the defensive line now. You do. Uh, should be better. Uh, Rocky Sin is there as well. Uh, and, you know, you got a secondary I think is good. And then offensively, you can't cover Hunter Renfro in a phone booth. No. I'm he, sorry. You he's can't, Cooper he's, he's Yes. And then you have Waller, who is essentially a wide receiver, as well as Devontae Adams. I mean, if you're a head coach like Josh McDaniels and you have a lot to prove, and you are armed with this. Woo. I mean, and this is a team that's already found a way to make the playoffs in spite of a ton of adversity. Uh, so, no, I'm, I would roll with that from a betting standpoint, more so than the Broncos getting on a roll. I mean, winning 10 games is tough in the National Football League. And, and I know in we that got division. A, right, in that division, too. I know we have 17 now. But, man, just winning 10 games, double digits, uh, that is very, very tough. Uh, what do you call Russell Wilson? He's a walking culture. He's, a walk- he's already changed it. It's <laughs> such a great depiction. Okay, let's bet like a king. Let me give you two more yeah. options. It's a lot of fun, this exercise here. So, again, at BetMGM, these props are available for you. Mm-hmm. The Green Bay Packers, and, and Brian Ortega is our producer today, and I, I'm stunned that he allowed this to, to okay. pass muster. Packer here. fan? Big Packer okay. fan. Packers go, owner. Thank you Packers very much. owner. Packers <laughs> he's owner. an owner. That's right, that's right. To go under their win total of 10.5 wins plus money. I mean, the disrespect for Aaron Rodgers at, to go under 10 and a half or Mike Pritchard, the Panthers to make the playoffs. Oh, good Lord. Plus, <laughs> plus 550. Ain't touching that one. Which, well, I think you There's know. There's no or for that one at all. <laughs> it's, it's the Packers to go under uh, their win total, which is fascinating because it kind of bolsters my argument for Devontae Adams and his impact. It does. Because are you saying for him, to, for the, okay, if we're, this is the bet under 10 and a half wins, it's plus 120 now. Uh, the only win 10. Sure. Less. Right, right. But I mean, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, but can he still be Aaron Rodgers without somebody like that? I mean, three years in a row, 13 wins. I am stunned that the, the conversation has always been about drafting a mm-hmm. first round wide receiver. Right. They didn't do that this year, they got him early in the second. But shouldn't the conversation be, did they get better in this offseason at, at the skill players? Because I don't see it. Yeah. I don't. And so I look at this and I go, I, I don't know if the rest of the division, the biting kneecaps and the turmoil in Minnesota. Chicago. Minnesota looks better, right? But is, is the division ready to really take some of those wins away from Green Bay this mm-hmm. year? Because they went 5-1 in the division last year, right? Right. So all of a sudden I go, can that go down to 3-3? Three and three? Could it be 4-2? and two? Like, I'm with you. I think there's a recession or a regression coming, but I don't know how big of a regression for the Packers. But this is an or situation. Yes, I mean, I, I'm not putting my money on Carolina Panthers to make the playoffs. <laughs> I don't care if it is. You don't trust in Sam Darnold. Well, it's not just that. It's it's rule, uh, the 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 hot seat situation. Um, it, it's Carolina that's also trying to get right. I mean, yeah. th- there's there's so much going on with that team right there. So. Um, changing the coordinators is, is something that's bothersome to me too, but we'll, we'll see if they can work it out. But from a betting standpoint, I'm not putting my money down on that from no. either or when, I, when you, I mean, even though the Packers should win more than 10 and a half game, 11 games, right? I mean, but the, the likelihood I'm with it. Yeah. I think you'd have to take the plus money to right. go under the 10 and a half ver, in these Versus, two options yeah. <laughs> for betting like a king. Right, right. All right. One more option to go here for bet like a king. Okay. Now we're just going to go to the AFC North. For this battle here. Battle Royale. It should be a good one. Mm-hmm. Would you bet like a king that the Ravens would win the division at plus $2 or at the exact same price tag, the Bengals, to do the same? Oh, this is a good one. This is a really good one. Um, oh, boy. Because you you know what the, the, the common right. talk is. Bengals are going to have a regression. Okay. Ravens were the last place team last year. They're going to go worse to first. Boy, which one to bet like a king is the more likely scenario at plus two dollars? So on paper, we're we're talking about the Bengals who uh, gave up over fifty sacks last year, still got their Super Bowl, but on paper improved their offensive line. They did, on paper. On paper, uh, but with, it does look better with that young core. Yes, uh, and what they did last year statistically offensively. 
I, man, <laughs> give me the Bengals. AFC North plus to roll it and run it back. Mm-hmm. Really? Because yeah. look, the Steelers, and again, I thought a really good conversation with Steve Mackin about what the Steelers might look like this year. The Ravens, Lamar's trying to figure out his contract. They're going to run the ball. We know that. They're going to get back those healthy running backs this year. We know what John Harbaugh wants to do. The Browns, we don't know about Deshaun Watson because he's going to miss time. I cannot, I can't <laughs> live in a world that believes that Deshaun Watson is going to be the, the week one starter, mm. right? Mm. So to me, I'm with you. I kind of feel like these are the two viable options. And at plus money, which way would I go? I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm going to agree with you. Well, are the, is the Ravens, is their offensive line going to be improved? Um, and is Lamar going to make the, the is, necessary leaps with the passing? Is he going to change? I mean, I mean, Burrow's already there. Yes. And, you know, you think about the defense, too. They got a new defensive coordinator with the Ravens, even though he was there before. I get it. Yeah. Um, but there's several parts that are changing, too, on that defense as well. I mean, you're believing in the plug and play and the drafting that the, the Ravens have done, the culture. Uh, and great then Lamar draft. Jackson, I, I, right. We think it looks like a great draft right. on paper. And then Lamar Jackson coming back from injury, kind of like Joe Burrow came back from injury yeah. and led them team to a Super Bowl. I'm with you. It's just, it feels like to me for two teams that I think had good off seasons, mm-hmm. both of them, right? But the Bengals did seem to address the exact needs that they had. So did the Ravens. But it feels like there were more holes to fill than for what the Bengals showed in year one with Chase and Burrow together. Right. Right. And then you get them help up front. It feels like to me, I'm with you. If I had to play one of these two to bet like a king, let's go with the Bengals. Here we go. What was their slogan last year? Uh, for the jungle. Well, no, like the, the hashtags they put on. Oh, Twitter. I don't. Yeah, I can't remember. Who I know who they. That's the only one. That, I know. That's the old school. That's Icky, the old school one. Icky Woods. When we come back, Lou Finnegaro is going to join us, and we're going to break down everything in the NHL. It's been wild so far in the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll get Lou's expert opinions when you come back with us right here on Veasan, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. The betting splits page is going to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game. And now it's updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. You're going to be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but the future events as well. So betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Back alongside former first-round draft pick Mike Pritchard, I am Dave Ross. I was not drafted. The reason why I say that, Pritch, is because, like, you know, you look up and you see Justin Thomas. Mm-hmm. And it says, two-time PGA champ. Like, when you get those accolades, they're with you forever. Right, right. right? You can add 14 to 1 cashing ticket, Justin Thomas, too, to that if you want. Yeah, Pritch. That's <laughs> good value right there. All right. Let's bring in our guy, Lou Finnecaro. You can follow him on Twitter as I do, at Gam. Lou does a great job with About Business Podcast, but no UFC this week, Lou, so we get a week off from first strike, uh, but we do have to talk puck. You never get the week off, Lou. Uh, let's talk all things NHL here because when I look at the Avs and the Blues, it felt like this series early on, once it was split 1-1, could be more competitive. And then Colorado goes to St. Louis and wins two. Now they can close it out on home ice tonight. Lou, in your estimation, is this series over tonight? You got to lay it on the money line here, minus 250 if you want to back the Avs. But do you see any life left for the Blues? Well, first, uh, Dave and Mike, thanks for having me on. Uh, I have no accolades. I wasn't drafted either, Dave, so at least we outnumber Pritch. Uh, as far as tonight's game is concerned, we're, we're asking a lot of a St. Louis team that lost their goaltender and their and their heartbeat a couple games ago. Uh, the, the manner by which he was injured, I think, was good hard hockey. So I, I think in the course of this series, uh, you're looking at a focused avalanche team and a team now in St. Louis that's a little outgunned to begin with and now without their heart and soul, even though Huso's a uh, strong top number one goaltender. Uh, if St. Louis was going to go anywhere, it was going to be with Bennington, and I think it's a tall order. Lou, do you have a thought on the total in this one? It's six and a half, uh, minus 110 either way. I mean, uh, just the way St. Louis uh, went after Kadri, Kadri and 
um, you know, where their mindset is because of the goalie situation that you just spoke about. You know, they're going to be on the road. Ball Arena is just going to be incredible atmosphere for the Avs. I know that firsthand for a fact. So uh, what about that total? You have a thought uh, on six and a half. Well, Mike, I tend to lean to unders in the first round. I got my nose bloodied, but they're 10 and four in this second round. So to answer your question, I like the under six and a half here. Perhaps the Blues having one last bit of uh, pride and team focus show up and play a tight, really low-scoring game. That's against the odds, I know, but six and a half is a lot. Gentlemen, I want to stay right there with Colorado for one segment here because uh, for one second, because when I look at the futures market here to hoist Lord Stanley's cup right now, the abs are still the betting favorite. Now we understand that Tampa Bay is into the Eastern conference finals right now. They're awaiting the winner of the uh, blue shirts in Carolina, but right now Tampa Bay is plus two sixty. the abs because they haven't wrapped up this series yet. Plus one thirty is what I'm seeing here at BetMGM. Is there any value in that number to you now, Lou? Because, again, we're assuming if it's not tonight, they're going to eventually wrap this series up and find themselves in the Western Conference Finals. To answer that question, I say yes. Uh, if right now, be, I, I would handicap Colorado against Tampa as a Colorado minus 130 to 150 depending on what happens with the rest of their series. And, of course, Tampa has to get by a rematch of Carolina. So to answer your question, Dave, yes, there's value on Colorado. However, when I'm looking at that futures market, I'm looking at Carolina at 6-1 to one because they are the team that has two games to one over the Rangers, and then they get to face a rematch of the Lightning from last year in the, semifinal, in the second round where they – uh, lost a, a, a tough series. I think Carolina's up for Tampa Bay, and that's where I would aim. Lou, I want to get into the Edmonton Oilers and Calgary because I know we, we've had this conversation before about Calgary. And, you know, Edmonton, just, just looking at them play uh, right now, I, I go back to last year when they got swept in the first round, and it's, it's got that feeling to it, like kind of like mm-hmm. Tampa Bay, like that pedigree uh, in which, okay, we're going to go for a three-peat if we can. Uh, are you seeing anything emerging that way, or do you see Calgary uh, kind of getting together here in this series? Well, first of all, let me say that I have Calgary futures, and, I, and I've been really wrong in that perhaps I've overestimated Calgary to a touch in this series especially. More, more especially, I think I've also underestimated Edmonton. And it was until last night when Calgary ties at 3-3 three to three on that fluke goal, that's when Edmonton could have folded. What they do, turn around, win the game. That right there scared me to the middle of my core. <laughs> and it's because Edmonton's real and they're not quitters. And, and they have something here. That said, they're not going to be able to compete with uh, Colorado in the finals should they get there. All right, so right now you're seeing Edmonton uh, plus 650 to hoist the cup here, but they'd have to get through the Avs. And, Lou, to your point, that feels like a very tall order. Let's get back to the East very quickly because we touched upon Carolina, and I know you like them potentially in that second-round matchup with Tampa Bay. Hey, the Blue Shirts have gotten off the deck. They've done what they needed to do by winning their two at Madison Square Garden here as this series will shift back to Carolina. Lou, do you worry about the, the the pressure now that maybe Carolina's starting to feel like the, the goaltending for New York is getting better to where they expected it here? Does the pressure fall back to Carolina and say, man, we can't lose three in a row, or all of a sudden we go back up there to New York for game six and we're facing elimination? And Carolina's 6-0 and or so at home. So, the, no, there's, there's nothing but confidence going back home for Carolina. Plus, they've been there in previous years. That said... Let's not underestimate the fact that this Rangers team supposedly, at least by me, was a year ahead of schedule. They're not playing like they're a year ahead of schedule to me. Shesterkin's solid in that. The Rangers believe. Just look at any Gerard Gallant interview. The guy's ear-to-ear smiling. He can't wait to play the next game in this series. He loves his team. So, yeah, the Rangers should not be underestimated. I'm counting on Carolina using the best two or three at home 
to get into the match they're really aiming for, and maybe the reason uh, they're a little bit sideswacked here against the Rangers, and that's the focus on the Lightning. Yeah, it is interesting because yesterday you could have gotten the uh, blue shirts, I believe, around twenty to one, uh, and now that number's been shorted a little bit after tying up that series at two games apiece. Hey, well, I mentioned off the top here, we have no UFC this week. So what does Lou Finicaro do when you, you don't have to do the Bout Business podcast, right? You don't have to come on first strike with me on Friday. What do you do in a non-UFC weekend, Lou? Well, really, uh, Dave, I, try, I, I, I find it easy to forget all about. I didn't think about the VSIN deadline for the article I didn't think about any of it, and and I won't until Sunday when the normal week begins again, and I'll put the slate together with my database and match my fighters up. So the time off is good. This year has been really challenging. I've called some perfectly, and I've missed some by hemispheric proportion, uh, and we're barely making a profit, but the year's not over yet, and I'm ready to rock and roll after a week off. And looking forward to the next fight card. Absolutely, Lou. I'll look forward to it as well. We'll have you back on next Tuesday or next Wednesday right here on this spot of the Lombardi line and back uh, in the saddle for first strike next Friday. So enjoy a UFC-free weekend, but I know you'll be glued to the puck, Lou. But we appreciate the time as always. Thanks for having me on, guys. Good luck to everybody. There he is, Lou for the Carol, everybody. Follow him on Twitter, at Gamblu. I did want to very quickly, uh, before we go to break, Canelo Alvarez, Gennady Golovkin, yeah. part three, mm-hmm. has been finalized, announced yesterday, going to take place on September 17th. Now, this is interesting because Canelo is coming off a, a loss, and I don't want to say, I don't know if it's a bad loss when you look at Demetri Beevil, but it was a, a loss, 115-113 on all three cards. But, Pritch, I think a lot of people that watch that fight go, it wasn't that close. What do you make of the announcement now coming off the loss? Does it – does it take away any of the luster for you in this trilogy match? No, no, it doesn't. I mean, uh, notable trilogies for me, I mean, they, they always brought it because of the nature of the two fighters. Yeah. Like uh, Canelo uh, and Triple G, they're going to get after it because they just get after it, right? I mean, That's what they do. Yeah, so uh, I, I think maybe Canelo, people were saying, oh, he's gonna he's looking ahead. That's why he got beat. Maybe not. I mean, different weight and all that, but mm-hmm. – uh, no, I, I'm I'm expecting fireworks from this one. No doubt about it. And I know because I'm one of those old boxing yeah. heads. People are like, oh, I wish this fight was blah, blah, blah. like Manny and Floyd. Oh. When you get Hall of Famers right. in the squared circle, I'm watching. Yeah. Like, I, I don't care how old they are because I know I got older. I don't care. Like, age is just a number. I want to see the best of the best if they can still do it. And maybe Canelo's not the same Canelo. He's still damn good Canelo. Right, and it's prize fighting too. So, yeah, absolutely. The money's right there for this fight. Speaking of prize fighting, I think Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban might (laughs) want to throw down. We'll discuss that when you come back with us right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracy. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. 
Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to set the current betting splits data. But I believe I have the wrong read, Brian Ortega. So I'm going to get to that read in just one second. Because, again, we have our summer special right now at VEASAN.com. From now through July 31st, you get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $39. So go to VEASAN.com slash summer. That's, that's just the uh, that's operator error. That's on me. Right. The producer, he lined you up with the proper mm-hmm. information. With that was just me reading the wrong thing. But, you know, it's interesting because we were talking about the uh, Triple G fight. and We're going to have that triple. Uh, we're going to have the uh, trilogy fight with Triple G and Canelo Alvarez. And in the break, we were talking a little boxing history. Yep. And I didn't realize, but you were at one of the more iconic fights in the history of boxing. Yeah, it was my dad's birthday. And I didn't know this was going to happen, but we went to the fan man fight. Uh, Riddick Bow and, and, and Bo Holyfield, yeah, behind Caesar right in the pool back. They used to put a stadium back there outdoors. Mm-hmm. Oh man, the setting was outstanding. Went to a nice steak dinner before. Wow. Walked over to Caesar's and they had a red carpet throughout uh, from the front of Caesar's through the hotel, and you walked a red carpet out back to the to the stadium. Uh, and because back then I was with the Falcons, and so Holyfield was on our sideline all the Mr. time. Atlanta, all the time. Yeah, he's from Atlanta too. So, um, yeah, it was a big support. Deion Sanders, everybody was there. So, um, but it was a treat for my dad who got me into watching boxing. I ABC, we would watch. Yes, while uh, Muhammad. Sports. Yeah, I mean, all those fights were on TV back yes. then. So, um, and so it was a treat for me to be able to take him to oh, a cool. fight like that. That is so cool. Yeah. Because, by the way, if you, like the greatest three-round fight I've ever saw was Hagler-Hearns. Mm-hmm. You watched that on ABC, no pay-per-view. <laughs> no. That was free of charge. I mean, you had to have cable. But, or you had to have TV. Right. That's so how you had to have. Sure. You watched it on ABC. And, by the way, Evander Holyfield, the real deal, Evander Holyfield, as you mentioned from Georgia, in 1984, when he was an Olympian, mm-hmm. all the Olympians came through a, a gym that I worked out in in Virginia Beach called Waring's Gym. Okay. So that was Mark Breland, and that was Evander Holyfield, and that was uh, Pernell Sweepy Whitaker and Meldrick Taylor. They were the four Olympians in that great, classic 84 Olympic team. Evander was the afterthought. Right. He was a cruiserweight. The other, Breland was a star. Mm-hmm. Sweepy Whitaker went on to be a mega star, right? Yep. Meldrick Taylor fought one of the most iconic fights of all time against Julio Cesar Chavez. And then Holyfield, <laughs> and I'm watching this guy, and I'm like, this guy's unbelievable. Yeah. And I'm watching him up close and personal train. Yeah. And I watched him, one of his first fights as a pro was in Virginia Beach. And I was privy, I mean, what a, talk about a privilege and an honor to watch these guys do their craft in 1984, mm-hmm. coming out of that Olympic team. It was unbelievable. And I said to you off camera, and I'll say it on camera too, if Evander Holyfield fought Mike Tyson 10 times, he'd win all 10. That early was a early guy, Mike Tyson or when he did fight Mike anytime Tyson? Anytime Mike Tyson. Because that fight was delayed for a while. It was yeah. for his right. legal issues, yeah. right, that kept him away when they were supposed to fight the first time. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, once the, the night in Tokyo happens and Buster Douglas beats Mike Tyson, right. then who beat Buster Douglas? Evander Holyfield. The thing about Evander, too, specimen, right, first of all, but it's like everybody he fought was bigger than him. He was a blown-up cruiserweight. He was a blown-up cruiserweight. So the, the notion about Tyson, like you mentioned, because of what he did to Tyson. But, I mean, early years, Tyson, that, that could have been different. Who so knows if we would have caught him. you're saying Olympic Holyfield <laughs> against Customato Tyson. It could be a different scenario. Maybe, yeah. maybe. But, again, maybe. And, and Holyfield was a smaller guy right, then. Yeah. And he did blow up to become a heavyweight because mm-hmm. he realized he fought a guy named Dwight Muhammad Kwai. Uh, a, a cruiserweight, which one of the amazing fight that people don't remember mm-hmm. back in this day. That's how great Evander was in previous weight classes. But Tyson wasn't such a mega heavyweight that he could handle his weight because Mike was fighting around 210, right. 220. And so Evander got up closer to that weight. 
So that's why I always felt like he just physically he could handle that. Well, you got to get by the fact that you're intimidated too yes. in a ring. I, I think Holyfield and his faith was keeping him strong enough to he wear. He was not scared. Even early days, Tyson, I don't think he would have been scared like uh, Michael Sphinx. It's a great point. <laughs> Michael Sphinx is the only fighter that went into a fight with knee pads. <laughs> he is scared. And I bet on Michael Sphinx that night, <laughs> and I did not fare well. Why? I said, why is he wearing knee pads? He knows he's going to get knocked out. Oh, this is awful for man, my wager. I forgot about that. Remember that? And do now. Did not did not end well for yours truly that night. By the way. I know the socks were pulled up. I knew that. Socks were high and the... he had knee wraps. I'm like, why do you have those on, Michael Smith? By the way, I took a bunch of Marines and I was on base at Fort Still, Oklahoma. It's an Army base where us Marines, we were stationed. And I, I talked my way into getting fellow Marines to get Liberty, it's what mm. we called it, mm. Liberty, to mm. go off base and watch that fight, closed circuit TV. And I convinced all my fellow devil dogs that Michael Spinks was going to win. They were not happy with okay. me at the end of that night. <laughs> Let's talk about two guys that are not happy with each other right now. And that would be Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban in college football. The Pandora's box, Pritch, has been opened. Now, depending on your perspective, you wonder how that might affect the way you view Alabama because they are the shortest favorite right now to win the national championship right. next year at plus $2, okay? Now, if I'm memory serves, Jimbo got the best of Nick on the field last year. One, did he get the best of Nick off the field in this offseason? And two, does that impact the way you look at the Aggies and or Alabama going forward? Well, full disclosure, I was on Georgia. I went wire to wire with Georgia last year. Great call. Uh, won a uh, cash a ticket there. I, I, I love the fact that we had Georgia versus Clemson, and you can kind of size them up. Uh, and Because I, I go back to when we won a national championship at the University of Colorado, and mm-hmm. um, we played everybody. You know, nowadays, it's not you're not playing everybody until we saw that last year, and, and it was great for college football. And that game one, you did glean a lot. Right? I did. Because, because it was an ugly oh, – it was a beautiful defensive game. Right. It was ugly offensively. But once Georgia's offense started to catch up with that mm-hmm. historical defense, right. y- you had the right ticket. It was all about defense for me, too, and it's all about recruiting. I think if you follow college football, it's all about recruiting. Mm. Uh, and Georgia had been toe-to-toe with Alabama, Clemson, and everybody the last three years in recruiting. It's just, do they settle in a quarterback? I thought JT Daniels were going to settle, but obviously uh, Bennett came through for him. So, and Daniels is gone. Yeah, absolutely. And it tells you about what, happened in that situation but no the defense led the way for me in cashing that ticket but now if I look at college football this year Mm -hmm. there's no premium game like that I mean it's back to scheduling Utah State for Alabama right it's back to Furman on the schedule for these schools (laughs) because they don't want to mess with that they don't want to mess with the fact that okay polling or the college football committee and they come out with their rankings and all these schools they don't want to they want to be in a bad situation so for me, betting college football this year, like who's going to influence the voters the most? The SEC always because of the schedule. Um, you know, this SC, looking at the Trojans here, mm. 30 to 1, if you look at their schedule, there's no way they're going to be able to influence unless they just blow people out, right. out the water. Well, I think that you, you nailed the team that I'm looking at at longer odds. Mm-hmm. Okay, because Bama, you get it, that they're, they're going to be there. Right. Okay, when I, from all the chatter you hear, about what Lincoln Riley is taking out West mm-hmm. to Southern Cal. They're going to score points. I, they're they're, they're going to put up numbers. That's what we believe. They're going to have to. They're going to have to score 45, 60 points, maybe even against some opponents, just to influence, just to be able to move up in front of everybody else that's in front of them. Do you think that they are ready to, to run the Pac-12 and go undefeated and get into the college football playoff? Because you can't take any of those numbers unless you have convinced yourself that one of these schools is good enough to be in that conversation that we're saying, you can't win the national championship unless you can get in that final four. You right. think SC might be that team? It's possible. It's possible. I mean, you got a premium game. I, I want to say it's Oregon. Who's Oregon playing? Uh, it's, it was one of those premium games to start the Because Oregon did that last year yeah. out of schedule when they beat right. Ohio State. We beat Ohio State, and that kind of influenced things for them. Um, SC, they don't have anything like that. Uh, outside of Notre Dame, right? So but that's that's later on in the year, right? And that will be in Southern Cal this year, right? So you have SC in a situation where non-conference, uh, yeah, Oregon's going to play Georgia. So there's your premium 
okay. game of the year. It's like Georgia. That's that's what I'm talking Oregon about. Just, they they like <laughs> fine. We'll play it. Not we'll play Ohio State. We'll play Georgia. <laughs> right. I mean, that's impressive. That is impressive. But also, if you beat Georgia, then what's what's that going to do for your chances? though, right. So right. the Pac-12 is looked upon as being a down conference too when it comes to college football playoff. So that's. That's something that SC's up against as well. You and I have talked about this last year. Wes Reynolds and I have talked about this here, the bias against the Pac-12, mm-hmm. right, in the West Coast football in general. Should that stigma go away when Oregon goes to Ohio State and goes to the shoe? And whoosh, I mean, they slapped them around last year at the shoe. Like, or is it one game is not enough and the conference has got to be overall better for a school like SC at 30-1 to 1 yeah. to be really considered? The, the thing about 30-1, to 1 too, is where are these schools going to be ranked? So if you – because of what SC has done in the offseason, I mean, they, they have oh my goodness. nothing but pro prospects right That's now, right? That's all they right? have. So if you want to bet SC thinking that they're going to be ranked accordingly, then at 30 to 1, that makes a lot of sense, right? That's the only true value that I see there. Yeah. I'll be very curious to see what Oklahoma looks like post Lincoln Riley. Oh, man, I, I, I can't bet on Oklahoma right now. I mean, I know Venables, he's a, he's a fine coach as a defense coordinator, but um, just looking at SC schedule, though, mm-hmm. I mean, they got Rice, uh, Stanford, Fresno State, and then they get into Pac-12, and, and, and okay, then you so got Notre Dame. Sure, but then you got Notre Dame later on and then the Pac-12 championship, but I think they're going to be ranked accordingly because of what they did the offseason at 30-1. to 1. My goodness, that's kind of standing out to me right now. Standing out to me as well. <laughs> uh, Fritch, always enjoy the conversation, my friend. Great Same combo, here. as always. Steve McEnany, want to thank him, and Lou Finicaro. Thanks for watching the Lombardi Line right here on the the Sports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. It was called Mal Evans. It was on roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane. And he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.